Hi, y'all. My name is Denasia, and I am a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver, working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. Season 5 is here, and we cannot wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back. Hey What's everyone, up? welcome to season five, episode five. This is all about <laughs> bro. <laughs> I just want to leave that in, Loki. Like, what? We just, just glitch for for content. We just talked for two hours straight, just straight, no, no breaks. Just nope, and we be going like. Like, topic after topic. Like, you would think we created a list before we got on. Like, we are just talking. Yeah. And it was type A and life, though. It was. It was yeah. It was business and personal. Like, yeah. And we, so and we needed people. that. We really, really did. We really do need catch-ups. Um, to this date, I still haven't told Denasia about Philly, and I do need to. And not, not a lot happened, but still, it was a portion of my life that I just never got to. So. Right. Um, but yeah, um, moms, we are video again for the second time. And honestly, the girls ate it up last episode. So we're going to keep on now. Like you guys are not going to not see us unless like if you guys don't get a video episode, just know something really intense happened and just listen to audio like you guys have done for the past five, four seasons. Exactly. And to our girlies that are audio only, we really do recommend that you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's in yeah. the bio of this episode, youtube.com backslash type A black girls. Podcast. So, podcast. <laughs> so just make sure you subscribe because we are trying to hit 100 subscribers before the end of this season and we're only at 64. Yeah. So, you know, thank you to everyone that has subscribed. But if you're listening and you want to see our faces, yeah, and you're tired of seeing us on Instagram, you want to switch platforms. <laughs> I will say, sometimes we be like on Instagram and I will say the girlies on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for co- commenting because it does help the algorithm. And the girlies have been saying, I really do love to see you guys' like facial expressions and emotions because it helps. It really does. And the thing is, like, we've been seeing each other. So the format you guys are seeing us on, we've always seen each other. It's just that when we record, it's only audio. So we just yeah. basically just turn the video on. So that it's part. like y'all are finally seeing our facial expressions. But when we call, like, it's giving FaceTime. So Absolutely. now y'all can actually see when we are, like, like, like silent laughing. All that. Bombastic side eyes. Like, the whole night. No, no huge fact. So it'll also be in our link show on Instagram. Um, we honestly, the amount of listeners we have almost correlates to our Instagram followers, depending on the episode. If, if it's a boy episode, y'all really eat those up. So, and we know, and we know that we know that. The consistent, um, yeah, like the people that come consistently, it's like the same people that always comment on our on our Instagram pictures, our Instagram follow amount, like the whole nine. Yeah. So thank you, because y'all are y'all are type eight. TABGs for real. Y'all are holding it down. Um, but let's go ahead and get into our rosebud and thorn. If you guys are new here, your rose is something interesting throughout your week. Your bud is something you're looking forward to next week. And your thorn is something terrible in your week. <laughs> yeah. So, Mom, um, do you want to go first? Absolutely. I don't think I've gone first in, in a while. Cause I, I, know, said- I, was like, I, I was like, yeah, like, let's yeah. hear. Yeah. So, um, for my rose, it was recently Mother's Day. And uh, my mom have been, has been, initially, she wants to, like, she wanted to do a rainbow tube top photo shoot and so me and my sisters convinced her to do a brown skin girl photo shoot because she's been wanting to do a brown skin girl photo shoot for the longest now where did that come from i'm sure somewhere on facebook 
That's where all the moms get their things. Their oh, Instagram. Really? That's their Pinterest. I'm not going to. That is their Pinterest. Um, so we did a, my little sister's boyfriend, like I said on the last pod, um, is a photographer, CJ Expanks on Instagram. And honestly, one of our photo shoots, I definitely want him to record, uh, uh, take, take, take because, ooh, yeah. he eats like real bad, like real bad. So we had a photo shoot. It was so cute. We were all brown. My mom is Charity. Um, Charity and Joy were in like, not jaguar cheetah vibes like cheetah girl vibes and then me and hope were in brown and it just gave like it gave real hard and we even redid a photo that we took we haven't taken any pictures since we since i was nine okay oh wow yes so 14 oh. years later we redid those videos and those those pictures and the thing is our legs aren't as long aren't as short so it was kind of hard to recreate it but we kind of we kind of tried to make some shake but it was super yeah. super cute and then we spent the whole weekend together. Granted, I was only there for 24 hours. So I got in, we got dressed, got some tacos, took our pictures, uh, went to sleep. And then my mom woke us up at like 2.15 to go. Um, she's talking about something. We had 15 minutes. Girl, what are you talking about? 15 minutes to do what? We said we were going to leave at 3. She's like, oh, we need to get gas. I need to get my sunflower seeds and coffee. Because that's that's typically like her, that's her go-to for driving. And so we basically left. So the thing is, when my mom says to wake up, we typically don't wake up, but I'm like, no, this is Mother's Day. I'm like, hope, get up. She's like, leave me alone. I'm like, we already got an attitude and it's 2 a.m. And we ain't even get in the outfits yet. And I'm like, like literally, I'm like, mom said, wake up. So you need to wake up. Cause like, so then she was rushing and I was like, hmm. So look who's rushing. Hmm. So <laughs> yeah. And then, um, that's, that's, that's like a true older sister, true older sister. Like it's Mother's Day out of all days. I need you to wake up like on time. Like, get up. She said, get up 15 minutes ago, get up. So she's like, uh, anyways, so we went to Sedona. This red is called, oh, frick, Sedona Skyrise, like scenic something. I don't know. I'll put it, I'll try to put it um, on the story or something. But it was, it ate. It was so great. My mom drove us and we we did this a few years back. So we um, all sat down. We all hiked for about three minutes, if that. We was all out of breath. And then we, except for Joy, because she's a track runner. And then we all sat and we watched the sunrise. And I didn't hear this, but we were all giggling. But it's like quiet and like holistic vibes there. And this lady was like, shh, people are trying to pray and meditate to hope. But then I didn't hear that. So hope was like, hope was like, shh. And I was like, why are you telling me to shoot? Like, shut up. And then um, we were, nobody else had blankets there, but me, we both, we brought blankets from the hotel because <laughs> we knew it was going to be cold. So we're literally like bundled up. It was just great. And, and then we get to the back to the hotel and she's like, yeah, that lady was told me to, sh-. and I said, what? I thought you were just telling me that because you just wanted me to be quiet. I said, if I would have known that, I would have been like, lady, this is not your rock. We are this not. not rock. And it's Mother's Day, baby. Mother's yes, business. exactly. And hope isn't her like holistic, like, you know, nice era. If you would have got, if you would have said that to hope it two, three years ago, Ugh. somebody would have got pushed off that rock. Somebody would have got pushed off that rock and that mat. But yeah, it was a beautiful sunrise. I'm just glad hope didn't tell us. I low-key didn't want her because I'm like, we not, you don't, only I talk to my sister like that. You don't, uh-uh. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. It no. So yeah, I was kind of irritated. Um, and what? They didn't even stay for sunrise. Like what? You couldn't have prayed for that long. Or meditated for that long. I'm gonna pray for her anyway. Cause okay, you, you never like this 
this weird ritual where like the man was giving the girl the dog tag and they were like holding it together. I'm like, y'all are weird. But I, I knew I thought they were even before knowing that. But anyways, we did that. It was good. We brought it felt like Silent Library because we had to be quiet, but we was giggling hard. Like we would everything made us giggle. It was funny. It was great. Um and you know, I'm the picture sister. So I'm like taking pictures and Joy's like, oh, I'm cold. I said, shut up. I'm putting this picture up. I'm putting this video and we're gonna take this video. Because I'm a historian, realistically. I'm a historian. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and me and my sister say shut up to each other like regular. So that's not rude. It's just like, you need to shut up and like, this is Mother's Day. And listen. Yeah, because I have At things least. to say. Yeah, I don't care if you're cold. Be cold for three more seconds. Okay. Um, and then, so we went home, took a nap. Everybody got dressed. And then we, I took my mom out to a steakhouse dinner. Love. So I had budgeted about 150 for this. Like that's, you know, Hope's vegan. So she got payway and some tofu soup or something like that. And it's something. And then Joy got to see her salad because she was like, this is too expensive. But I was like, mom, get what you want. Hmm. You know that, you know that uh, scene in White Girls where she's like, perhaps I will not. <laughs> Let me get the, uh... <laughs> I swear. She was like, the lady came. She's like, we have this, this. We have a wine memo. Would you like that? Mom was like, yeah, she got a Prosecco. I'm like, okay. That's that much, okay? You said, now the Prosecco alone is about, and yeah. that, was, was, it, was that the bottle or was that the glass? No, that was glass, but I, I didn't budget for her to get any, anything, actually, any drink, just water, okay? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, and then I'll get a, get a ribeye. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then she's like, and she's like, where's the sides at? And the sides are shareable. Like, the sides are not for one person, but I, I didn't really want any sides. So then, um, She's like, and then I'll get I'll get um, some scalloped potatoes and um, ooh, what else does she get? And a wedge salad. <laughs> now you ain't never ate this much. Ever. I, ain't never, I ain't never had a web salad to this day. Like what? So then I'm like, okay. So then. <laughs> okay. So we keep that in because what? We have to keep that in. Loki, the bloopers be funny, y'all. Like I be I be cutting those out, but I'm yeah. like they just they add to it. That's some seasoning in my face. Do you see this? I was wondering, I don't know. That's never happened before. It's just <laughs> it's not there no more. Like I got scared, Loki, because you know like you be seeing orbs in like horror movies? Like what's yes. going on? Like that movie we watched? What D- remember what the with the um the lady that she came and it was like that uh, that was the therapist and there was like the orbs in the sky. Remember we watched it during the pandemic, moms. Oh, behind her eyes. Yes, like oh, that. That. Was, that was crazy. I didn't like that. No, that was demonic. That was that was an unsettling show. <laughs> if y'all want to watch something unsettling, watch behind her eyes. That was Absolutely. weird. Yeah, yeah. So so then I get my food, and I've been really. I love a good risotto. Like it just sounds like it would taste good for, with to me. But because I cook so much, I kind of taste the things in my head before I actually taste them. So I have a taste of what they should taste for, taste like, and I want them to exceed my expectations. I got. Okay. Okay. I got grilled chicken and risotto. And I'm like, oh, period. Like, I'm lit. Like, I'm I'm like Parmesan risotto. Like, this is about to be lit, moms. Yeah. I tell you that chicken. First off, let me just say this. 
So my sisters love bread. Like Joy loves a bread, good bread basket. Oh, me too. Me too. Moms, they had cut up. I'm. I'm. They, I. I cannot make this up. It. It looked like, and there were the indents. It looked like they peeled off the blueberry muffins from brunch and cut it up, put it in the bread basket. Then there was this huge communion piece of bread. Okay, just like huge. Communion <laughs> is crazy. Is Mom, this- it was. And then they had like these just like everything bagel breads. And that was the best part of it. And I hate everything bagels. It was like sesames and the little black seeds. Like it was not like it was like, okay, well, let me just scrape the seeds off. And yeah. I'm like, this is this is a leftover bread basket. Like, I don't know what, but everybody, like when I tell you, it was the size of a big piece of the communion bread. And it was just hanging. And I was just like, do you want me to put but like it was like think of or not even Ritz cracker vibes, moms. It was saltines. It was a huge saltine at a at a steakhouse, moms. And the and the blueberry muffins were cut up. And like I, was I like, know, I know y'all have a bread budget. I know y'all do. And then cheesecake, cheesecake has better bread than that. That brown bread we were saying, okay. And then Hope found a piece of like something on her cup, and she's like, "If it was cheesecake factory, I wouldn't care." But it's, this is Capital Grill. Why is there and I was and Hope was like literally the lady came and Hope was like yeah just a little dirt and she's like yeah I know girl if you knew you shouldn't have put on the table I hate when waiters be acting like they knew all along like no you didn't babes because you would you would have made sure we was good before anyways back to my risotto the chicken I'm literally I taste it I'm like okay there's grill marks in here but I don't taste any seasoning so I'm like let me put some salt and pepper on it Putting salt and pepper on something that I'm already spending $35 on, a little crazy. Insane. Then the risotto, I taste it. I'm like, it tastes watered down. Like, it looks great. Great presentation, but it looks watered down. And there's asparagus, but the asparagus is barely cooked. And good, great asparagus, but I'm like, where's the seasoning? Nut seasoning, I'm talking about literally dead. Nowhere to be found. R.I.P. vibes, okay? So I'm like putting salt and pepper on it. And I'm just like, I'm like, hey, mom, you can have leftover. But I'm like, no, wait. I'm not paying $35 for my mom to just have leftovers. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. She can have that steak and that scalloped potato and that wedge for leftovers. I said, hey, um, the, the manager came and I still was trying to pick at it. But literally, I'd taken maybe six bites. And I the, the waiter came and I was like, hey, like, this was not up to standards. Like, we, ha- I, I need you to take this back. She's like, I'm so sorry. Like, what wasn't bad about it? I was, what was bad about it? I was like, it had no seasoning. Literally it, everything was bad about it. I need you to get a new chef mom i was just like you know what i'm just glad my mom had a good time you know yeah. and they they brought her um like a like a happy birth like a happy mother's day um cake and we sang happy mother's day to her in this tune of happy birthday because she's extra and why not it's her mom they were like happy mother's day and it, like yeah to charity literally, <laughs> literally. so yeah and then another one of my, i know that road was long but um another one to this morning so I live with my boyfriend if you guys don't know if, if you guys are living under a rock and have this is your first episode okay live with my boyfriend it's been a long time coming long distance listen to the past episodes you'll hear his name his name is Dammy. I call him Lola anyways um the, every every morning he I typically we like whoever wakes up we kiss each other and then before he leaves he kisses me because I work from home and he he leaves but the last time he came into my my the office when I was working, I got to add to him because I'm like, I'm trying to be professional. And you just sitting behind me just staring at the screen. What's going on? But so so now he's like a little scar to not come into the room. So uh, not a not a die. Not so, dying. 
So, I'm probably gonna die too. Our yeah, light no. died. <laughs> yeah, I might put my flashlight on bottom. My eyes are hurting. But so he didn't come in, but I smell him, and then I I smell his cologne, and then I hear the the door lock, and I'm like, is he insane? Where's my kiss at? So then I'm like, hey, I don't think I, this meeting we really didn't need to have it. It was just like a little tag up. I said, hey, I think we're good. I'll see you next week. She, okay, great. She gets 15 minutes back. I get 15 minutes back. I put on some slides. And I put on some pants because I don't work in pants. I just work in a shirt. I start running down the hallway. Don't lock the door because I don't have a key yet. I start running down the hallway and I like, I hold the, 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 the hallway door and I'm opening up the garage door and I'm like, sweet. And he's like, Faith, what are you doing? And I'm like, you didn't give me a kiss. He's like, Faith, you were in a meeting. And I was like, okay. That's not the point is I I never got a kiss. That's the point. Literally. Like, come on. You owe me. You owe me. <laughs> no, you literally owe me. And he literally looks at me and he goes, you're insane. And then he kisses me and leaves. And I was giggling <laughs> about him calling me insane because realistically, that was a little insane. But it that's that's how I've been starting off my day for the past week and a half. So now I'm thrown off. And now we have, this is a tradition, baby. We're not mm-hmm. breaking, we're, we're setting new generational traditions. Thank Don't you. Don't break them. Don't break that might be that might be a little dramatic, but but, but warranted. But warranted because I'm I'm used to this. Okay? You better than me. I would have blocked him and told him you get unblocked when you get your when I get my kiss. <laughs> Wait, you okay. have to email me. And sometimes he does email my work computer or like my regular computer and say vice versa. But I just be too in, into work or whatever. Um, but. Like, like I said, I, I don't know if I said this in this pod. I don't think so. But I've just been going. That was my last flight. I bet every other, every non-rent paycheck, I bought a flight or two. Crazy. So, yeah. So, so that's good by Southwest at this point. Swear once. And the thing is, Google Flights doesn't, doesn't show Southwest. So yeah, I was like, uh, but yeah, I can finally sit and relax and just live a life of, uh, off of an airplane for a while. Yeah. And finally with my thorn, I'm losing in our monthly competition. Basically, we have some things that like, those things that you're like, ugh. But if your partner asks for you to do them, you're going to do them. Now we have points. We're competitive. I'm losing. Currently, I have three. He has about 14 points. And whoever gets a 50 gets a prize at the end of every month. So that I we got we got 13 more days or 13 or 14. And finally, um, we have this supply chain, like, forecastly kind of like a crowdsourcing competition in supply chain mm. girl why was i one percent and some change off of get from getting top three and i got fourth overall i was like they're gonna okay. be giving out prizes for fourth place they don't granted i got i still got i i still am a lottery winner so like they put us in a lottery and i and i got to be um a winner for that but i was just like because if you get in top three you get cisco money and Cisco oh. got a real nice store. Like they got coach bags, Michael Kors bags, all that stuff. So I've been trying to uh, rack up my connect. It called it connected recognition. So that's what we got going on over here. What's going on over there, mom? That was a long RBT. I'm not <laughs> old. That was she was long. That's good, mom. That's good because we don't really be giving y'all details of our lives unless we do a catch up episode. So it's like you know, like this is this is all you got. Um, if anything, fast forward. Uh, my rose is that this weekend I was in Vegas and part of it was like a mother's day surprise. Part of it was, um, for my line sisters that graduated. 
And um, I surprised my mom. So first of all, trying to surprise this lady, like she put in two and two together and get four, like it's no tomorrow. So I was like, I really don't know if I can pull this off because this lady really be like realizing things and be like, wait, you said you were here. What do you mean you're here? And she would put it together. So we was, we was just lying, just lying. She's like, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, oh, I'll be with me. And then we're going to do that. Like just capping and I was like I flew in on Thursday night and she's a nurse so she works nights and she was gonna basically work 7 p.m to 7 a.m so I flew in at midnight was knocked girl I slept so good I was knocked in my old bed which she changed the sheets on and I did feel some type of way about that because I was just like when I come back whose sheets are these you know like I I'm feeling like a foreigner in my own home Mm -hmm. I realize it's not my home no more but don't change them sheets like yeah I had a bomb with them sheets. So the sheets, and she she didn't even just change them. She threw away the old ones. Like That sounds said, like Mama Thompson. I said, we didn't need to throw them away. Like, they're not contaminated. Like, okay. <laughs> Regardless. So uh, I was sleeping on these foreign ass sheets. And she's like, okay. uh, she, I know her routine. So when she comes home from work, she'll be like, stripped down like in the garage she thinks her clothes are now contaminated which granted they are she does work in an icu unit like that's fair so she will literally take everything off and she will run upstairs and take her shower and scrub her scrub herself because icu works with covid patients yeah and um and then she'll come downstairs she'll eat her breakfast and she'll call me every friday Mm -hmm. because she knows i work from home she's like you can talk (laughs) so she'll call me and um yeah so i was like well i gotta surprise her before she calls me because she'll hear my phone go off in the other room now what literally surprise ruin so she was downstairs doing something i walked out and i was like oh what you i just continued her conversation like she was she was talking about something i was like oh yeah me too girl like something like that she gonna jump (laughs) just 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 dramatic like i come from a very long line of dramatic women and it shows every time like she told my grandma i surprised her and my grandma started crying (laughs) She was like, you know, just to have a good daughter like that, like as if that wasn't her daughter. Like I said, Grandma, to have a good daughter, have a good daughter is crazy. Like every time I call my grandma, she's like, you know, I'm just so blessed you called because you're a busy lady, and she'd be afraid to call me. She's like, Mm. she's afraid I'm in a meeting or something. I'm like, Grandma, it's 9 p.m. Granted, you know, you never know, but it's like I'd be like, Grandma, you can call me. Yeah. She's just like, I don't know. Like, and I'm like, okay. So I'd be giving her calls and she'd be crying. So um, my mom was like, oh, you can't do that no more because my heart getting bad. And I said, what you, he's not even old. I said, you're not even 50. Literally. What you mean your heart getting bad? And, yeah. and I can't, I can't surprise you no more because you don't know how you go, how your body going to react. I said, mom, please, please go eat your waffle. And sit hey, down. Today. Come on now. Eat your waffle. Um, so yeah, we had breakfast and then she got a massage on Saturday and we went out to Texas Roadhouse. Love Texas Roadhouse down. Love, Love Texas Roadhouse. That sounds good. Girl, I was basically just hitting up all my, all my spots. Like mm-hmm. any chance I had, if I was hungry, I was like, I'm gonna go to a spot that I can't eat at back home. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Vegas was great. And my line sisters was graduating. It was hot as hell though. Oh my God. Like I basically stayed on campus the entire day because Blair was in the morning at 9am and Joy was at 2pm. Oh, and I was like, I I really can't go home. It's a forty five minute drive back home, and by the time yeah. I get home, I gotta leave anyway. So I was really just like kind of stuck downtown. But yeah. um, long story short, love it. And everyone's like, when are you coming back? I said, see well, y'all at Christmas. How about we really enjoy that I'm here now? Yeah, let's enjoy the present. Yeah, let's enjoy the present because I'm not worried. Summer. Thank you, and I'm about to be outside. So yeah. unless y'all come to me, I don't know what to tell you. Mm. 
Um, but girl, I'm looking forward to going to sleep. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was telling Faith before this, like for one, I'm on my period. Two, part of my thorn is that I had ordered ibuprofen and Mike and Ike's. That's it. Them two items to be delivered because I just got back from work. I had that basically scheduled to be delivered right when I got home. Why did I open up that bag? And I did not see no ibuprofen. I saw some knockoff Tylenol that don't work. And I saw M&M's, peanut, uh, caramel, caramel M&M's. I literally have it right here. I said, did these look like Mike and Ike's to y'all? It was a man. Let me know. Did these look like, they're not. They're not Mike and Ike's. And I was pissed because I've been craving Mike and Ike's bad. And I, I ain't seen him. So I was really upset, like. I was ready to hunt him down and I knew I had just beat him there like like a second so I knew he was probably still in the building like in the elevator or something I literally debated about trying to find him and kicking his bike over because I he he traveled via bike and I was like I have it out for you because you had two things you had to get that's it and I know they had both of those things there because it wouldn't have been listed abolish male instacarters oh my god like I've never had a male instacarter driver that don't disappoint me um, speaking of disappointment, so TSA, I have clear, right? So okay. I be breezing through the airport. Like I be low-key pushing it, like getting there like 30 minutes before, which is very like <laughs> type P. If y'all could see, if you're not watching video, you didn't see Faith's face right now. Like yeah, scared like, me. I used to I used to go like two hours before, but yeah. with clear, I'll be breezing, baby. So okay. uh, yeah, I've I've pushed it to 30 minutes. And this last time I was actually like an hour, I was an hour ahead and I went in the clear line, which is also like basically like near the, um, the first class line. So like they mm-hmm. made it the same line. If you have TSA yeah. pre-check, if you have, um, clear or if you have first class. So I took my little self up to, up to first class. Cause that's mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I had my clear and they brought, you know, if you have clear, they bring you right to the front. Like you cut the whole line and yeah. that even includes the people that are in first class. Yeah. So when I come up to the front, but the lady, um, this like this family off to the side, this it's like a soccer, like a white soccer mom, her husband and like two kids. Yeah. And they're flying first class as well. And they're like, well, not as well. I was in economy, but they were, they were first class. And when she saw that I had like cut the line, she like looked at her husband and was like, looked at her, looked, looked at him, look at me, look, look back at her. And I said, I don't know what you're looking at, babes. <laughs> if you have something to say, say it. And she kept looking at me and like. Like, you know, when people get restless, they're like, <sighs> mind you, it was only her and like another man in front of them in the line. So she would have got through real quick, but yeah. she started huffing and puffing. And I was just waiting on the, 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 the clear lady to let me through. Like that was my green light. And she asked the, the, the guy like, like checking IDs and um, boarding passes. She's like, so if people have clear and TSA pre-check, does that just give them a right to, cl- to basically cross the line and not take anybody that's in first class first? Are we not first class? I said, oh, frick. Oh, you took that. You took that personal, babes. Don't and I was like, and I was, and she looked at me, but she didn't even address the man. She's saying, she's looking at me as she's saying this. So I knew it was a personal attack. I said, oh, you wretch, you heifer, you. So I, I, I told her, I was like, I have clear and it's the same line. Cause I knew she was talking directly at me. She wasn't yeah. asking out of curiosity, babes. If I wasn't here, you wouldn't have asked that. Yeah. And I was like, well, I have clear and obviously this is the same line. And she was like, yeah, but I mean, we were first class and we were here first. And I said, well, maybe you should invest in clear. It's a great investment. <laughs> Pissed her off. I said, I am not dealing with you today. Like, my patience. 
Mm-mm. has run completely thin. Like, I don't have it for nobody. Mm-mm. Maybe New York did something to me, but I have no patience whatsoever. Like, I will say whatever I have to say. And she couldn't even be mad at that because it is a great investment. I said, it's only like $200 a year. Like, I think you should go for it. And that pissed her off. Pissed her off. Because I de- I really just killed her with kindness. Quickly. And she looked at her husband like, do something. And he like, well. <laughs> what? I said, what is he going to do? He, he looked like he was about to buy clear. If anything, I think I just, <laughs> I think I just sold him. Like, so yeah. Um, Sick. I, I was hoping she missed her flight that, deep down inside. <laughs> <laughs> I really was because she was being real nasty, real nasty yeah. for no reason. I said, you're going to make it, babes. Like there wasn't even that much traffic. Like I, I could have went in the regular like line and probably still made it on time to my flight with 30 minutes to spare. So wow, yeah, hate. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that's my thorn. But um, yeah. let's go ahead and get into this actual episode because we already have a long intro. So uh, it is graduation season. Like I yes. said, um, my line sister just graduated, which definitely brought back memories because it's been a year now, which is weird to say. Yeah, I feel like you know, getting up there. <laughs> like I can't just say I just graduated because it's definitely been a year. Oh, but real. I mean, we also just wanted to just share with you guys some advice we wish we knew before we graduated, both high school and college, because it's, yeah. we have we have a range of listeners, and I feel like we've we've been through a lot of experiences to where we can now speak on this. Yeah, absolutely. Granted, we are only one year in, um, but we've gone through high school. Had yep. Solid high school careers and went through college. Um, I don't want to go back, but we have some solid college careers. And this whole this whole podcast is to help the girlies not make the same mistakes like as we did. Facts. And you you saying like um like we 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 made we made mistakes. I think we didn't even it wasn't necessarily even mistakes. I feel like it was just you don't know unless you know that part. And we're are you first gen too? Uh, my mom went to college, but I'll okay. be first gen grad school. I see. So I'm first in undergrad and uh, it's really learn, learn as you go. Yeah. Literally figuring out as you go. And it's like, obviously we did our best and we did, we, we did a damn good job. Like we're here, okay. we're but here. it's like, you genuinely don't know unless you know. So learn from us because that part. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go quickly over high school. Cause we don't have a majority of, I think majority of our girlies are in college and our recent undergrad graduates. Um, but we're going to kind of rapid fire some high school um, topics and then go straight into college. So uh, mom's going to start with that first one. Yeah. So the first one being that you can truly reinvent yourself in college. Um, people, I think people see college as like this new opportunity to kind of start fresh. And it really is that opportunity. Like whoever you want to be in college, or wherever you see yourself, that future version of yourself, you can truly become that. And yeah. even if you go to, I think I was afraid, like I would see people from high school and they'd be like, hey, she wasn't like that in high school. And like have this fear that like, you know, you changed, but you're supposed yeah. to change. You're supposed to change. So, yeah. yeah. You can't turn into a butterfly unless you do. So don't stay that as part. a caterpillar, baby. Um, yeah. Even if you didn't get into your dream school, you're going to school. So make the most of it. Um, I wanted to go to Spelman, but I never applied because I didn't feel like I had enough common sense, nor did my mom. My mom was genuinely so scared for me, even, for me to even go to school 40 minutes away. So um, just make the most of it. I had a grand time once I just kind of been like, okay, you know what? This is where the majority of the scholarships are. This is where I got accepted. And this is where I'm going to have fun and still be able to see my family whenever I want to. So make the most of it. Stop sulking and suck it up. And either way, you're getting a college degree. So at the end of the day, Facts. this one hits very hard and 18 year old me will be pissed that I'm even saying this, but don't dwell so much on what school you go to for undergrad. 
Um, it matters, but at the end of the day, you're getting an education. That's all that matters. I got into my dream schools, Georgetown and Howard, and all I wanted was to go there like bad. Like I was watching dorm videos on YouTube, like, mm-hmm. invested. And when I didn't go to those schools and I was like, I feel like I wasted all that time and energy doing applications and trying to get the perfect GPA and all these extracurriculars and for what? Like at the end of the day, I feel like it worked out because I, I'm now going to another dream school for grad school. I graduated debt free. Like I literally have no, no, no ties to that school anymore besides the piece of paper they gave me when I graduated. And it's just like, you know, like make the most of your situation and also trust the process. Don't compare yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And which is hard to this day is still hard for me, but it, it, it's a, it's a cliche thing, but it really helps if you really take it to heart. Um, also, try to get a mentor that looks like you, whether that's a professor that you can trust, someone older than you in a club that you join, or an advisor that you feel like you can trust. Because those are kind of a hit and miss that Denasia will just get into right now. Yeah, I had an advisor in high school who, like, at the time, for some reason, I was obsessed with going to um to UCLA, and I had been talking about that, and I had the, I had all the credentials, I had the GPA to get in, like, there was no reason why he could have told me I shouldn't go, but he was like, mm, that's not really for you, I feel like, you know, you should shoot a little bit lower, like, I don't want you to basically lowball yourself and try to go for a higher ranking school and you're not going to get it. He basically told me I'm not going to get it. And I remember after the second session, I had told him that and he had said that again. I was like, okay, like I just can't get into UCLA. And as I was walking out, I looked at the top of like his, his like office and I saw he literally had a degree from UCLA. Like this man was literally a UCLA alum. Whoa. And was telling me I shouldn't go and it's a bad idea. I'm like, you can't even rep for your own school and you know, I can get in, but I think looking back, it was definitely like a naive moment on my end. And I was just thinking he's my advisor. He knows best. Yeah. Sometimes they might not have your best interest at heart. And looking back, I feel like it was definitely racially charged because why yeah. are you telling me that I can't get in? And I was valedictorian. So I'm mean, crazy. So yeah. um, definitely try to find an advisor that looks like you and that you can trust because they're not all the best. Yeah. Um, this is more so when you graduate high school, um, try to do super good in those first few semesters of college, whether that's community college um, or um, actual university, because it gets worse every freaking year as you progress. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. It, it's only going to get worse. Like it, no. granted, people said junior year was the worst. I didn't see that, but also I switched my major right before junior year. So that may have been it to a more so easier major. Every major is going to be hard in one way or another. Um, but yeah, try to do super, super well, like straight A's for the first two, three, four semesters, because it's going to help your GPA when you might fail or get a seat, your first seat, your first F, like it's going to help your GPA. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah. A whole bunch. Like, it will really help. Like, I, I was like, okay, let me just do really well. Because I, I had heard the rumors, like, hey, just so you know, junior year and even second semester, sophomore year, like, that's that's going to do it. Yeah. Um, like, even – and then p- the pandemic hit during my time I was a sophomore and junior. So that added another layer to it. Right. So you never know what's going to happen. I would never predicted that COVID was going to happen and affect mm-hmm. what happened. And I'm not going to hold you. The student in me died March 14th, 2020. Yeah. Once we went into this online mode, like I just genuinely could not focus and I was just struggling through the whole yep. rest of, of, of the two years. So um, given that, not to say we're going to go through another pandemic, just really try to invest time into those first couple semesters. Yep. Um, also, Absolutely. before you you start college, um, sorry to cut you off, moms. Um, no, you're good. You're, I was agreeing with you. 
the the whole party pack you need to have a good party pack of shoes shorts crop tops dresses that you just bring with you yeah that's your party outfit that's that's basically your uniform you don't have to go all Mm -hmm. out but um yeah you you need to you need to have a, a starter pack of stuff that you're wearing and invest time to like look good and have your college attire ready to yeah go. for me um i i didn't care it really is like you had to choose like are you going to care when you go into class it depend and it also depends how many times are you going in the class and how many how many classes are remote or like work from uh school from home because for me i was like all right i'm going into class let me i'm going to university let me actually look nice but i wasn't doing that if i was going in at five days in a row I'll tell you that right now. No. Girl, I'm not going to hold you. I was only doing that on the days where I had a crush in, in my class. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. That's really yeah. what it was. I was like, when I look back, the, the, the amount of effort was depending on who else was to see that day. Because usually I was the only black girl in my class. Yep. They don't know if my hair is new or old. They don't know if these bots braids, if there's no longer no bots in them. They have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, why am I trying? Like, I like some days I was like, I don't care. But let's say I knew I was going to see my man, my man, my man on Wednesday because we walked past each other at the end of that class. I was going to make sure I look good. Like, it was just something to just keep me excited, honestly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've I've been telling this for a while now. Like, crushes made school fun. They do. Bad. Crushes and your friends that are like in those, like, you're looking forward to seeing them in that class yeah literally that like the times where I had horrible semesters and I didn't I didn't have no one to look forward to to go to school with was the times that my friends had different schedules or I just didn't have no crush in that class I looked around Uh, I said ain't nobody in here my type it's not and it just got worse and worse and worse as the years went on because once you start in your major you're usually going to have the same classes with everybody the classes get pigeonholed at that point yeah, like the classes get smaller and smaller. You seeing them same faces every day, and I was like, "Damn, it's looking real slim." Um, Literally, yeah. Unless you take like a um, what's those things called that aren't for your major? Oh, electives. Yeah, if you take an elective, then you, then you might see somebody that you haven't seen literally every single semester since you started. But um, also to that point, talk to the people in your major before you select one, and once you're in one. Oh, make a group me. Sorry, I'm I'm reading. I'm reading off the doc. Um, you need to talk to people in your major, also people in your class. Like sometimes for me, I'd be like, okay, who looks smart? And sometimes I'd be like, all right, let me just make sure, because you know they be looking. Um, they be in that front, you know, like oh, and you can. I'd be like, oh, I don't really understand this. Can you help me? And they're like, yeah, here's my number. They exactly. love that feeds their ego. Girl, I'll be like, who's sitting in the front? Who asking questions, actually? That part. Who asking questions and specific ones? Not just, uh, what, what is this? Like, no, like, who is in the front asking questions that you would only know if you understand the content? And read the book. And sometimes that was me, depending on the class. The people would come yeah. to me. That's how I knew to do that. Because I was like, when I actually understand the content, I'm actually asking, like, in-depth questions. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to figure out who in this class know, know, what, know what this lady talking about, and I'm going to become BFS with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, three brains is better than one. Uh, one of my one of my last like senior classes, I had to take like a, glo- a globalization class. And one girl knew me from high school. And I was like, Oh, yeah, we have met And another girl. I was like, I like your stickers on your computer. That's all it took. And now we're, we're best of friends. It's that simple. Just compliment. 
to that point of also making friends and like finding your people, like make sure you find a club or an organization where, especially if you're in high school, that can help build that college application. Yeah. Not everything is for the college application. You can do things you love too. Like if you're in sports or you're in like color guard or something, but make sure you can have something to talk about in your essays. This is the biggest thing. I ran my time in DECA to the ground in my essays. Oh my God. You would have thought I started the organization from scratch. I ran down that to the ground and I, and, and, and try to hold a position as well. Cause I talked about the fact that I was like the first black state officer in my position. Like, yep. re- like really point out what you've done, what impact you've made. And especially if you're black, make sure they know that. That part. Cause my name don't sound black. My, my name sounds very Midwestern. Faith Leanne Craig. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on a ranch. It's getting ready for supper. So I really had to, (laughs) I really had to like, like either make sure like, here's my LinkedIn because then you can see, but on paper, my mom did a huge, a great, a great duty to me because I said, I look white on paper. Absolutely. But I, but I really was running to the ground. First black, first gen, you know, typically when you hear first gen, you kind of think, of color colored vibes so um yeah no definitely run that into the ground because it, it's going to help you they love to give out money to black people mm-hmm. real and especially mm-hmm. people with stories sad ones so you might did i lie girl i forgot what i saw on tiktok it was somebody that had like a sob story and they was in the comments like hey your college application gotta go crazy why would they say that? Why would you say that? Like, it was like a tragic story. She like, she just lost somebody. Like, it was bad. And I was like, true. they are, they are not wrong. <laughs> they are not like. Love a sob story. They'd be in the application room tearing up. I'd be like, yeah, this is good. And I think a lot of them, they could also, those also can help with scholarships too. Facts. Yeah. So, um, also, um, start working on the college applications, like we said, early. The last thing you want to do is be rushing during your senior year because senior year, there's a lot of fun stuff that happened, but it, it gets real, real, very, very fast. Extremely oh, yeah. fast. I so, would say senior year was, for me, more difficult than junior year because that's a different level of pressure. Junior year was like, I just got to make it to senior year. Senior year yeah. is like, I got to figure out what I'm doing with my life. So try to eliminate that stress as much as possible by trying to work on your college apps that summer before. Yeah. Um also, I would look at what requirements the colleges that you want to go to have for different levels of scholarships. Because like for me, for example, I could have got like, I think full tuition. Um, if I had gotten one point higher on my ACT at one of the schools I applied for. So mm-hmm. it's like, really look at that before you start doing all the testing and the application requirements and GPA requirements. Because if you have that in mind, you can already shoot for that instead of realizing after the fact. Yeah. And I we didn't put this in, but try to collect those faps and papers early. Oh, just that girl. Write down the password every single oh. year, and write down the social security card number correctly because I didn't, and it. Me too. I put, I put my mind in wrong. I put my mom's as mine and mine as my mom's because are just very similar. Crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that that's a big one, and write down that password because every time it came to some in that damn FAFSA by October 1st I'm like nobody remember the password I'm doing forget my password then you got to submit the security card number then you the gotta question the, the question like I was like this is sick work the the the, the devil made FAFSA this like nasty work na- like 
who, why would you make it this hard for us to get an education? To get money and and heaven forbid you 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 make middle class money like oh, FAFSA yeah. is really if if you are dead ass impoverished I'm not gonna hold you that or have a one parent household yeah if you are if you have a two parent household and y'all like y'all kind of doing all right you're not they're like they're like you got it like yeah. they literally hate you they literally and it, like even if your parents aren't contributing they're gonna assume they are exactly yes exactly so mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> No, FAFSA. Basically, you got to lose your job before you apply to FAFSA. Otherwise, they like, you got it. You're not wrong. You're literally not wrong. <laughs> um, but that was high school. That was a little bit longer than we expected. But I think that school, school girl really needs that, um, especially if you're first gen. Um, a lot of the vlogs do, do help. I love I loved watching like ASU vlogs, like get rid of me for the first day. I ate that up. So that's what how I got a lot of subscribers because I, you know. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and get into college. Um, we have, this is kind of the bulk of the episode. Um, granted, we are already in the bulk of the episode. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, I'll go ahead and start and then we'll popcorn like we did for high school. Post-grad depression is real. I know a lot of people say it. I know it's on the, a lot of tagline vibes, but it's very, very real. Um, LinkedIn also kind of makes it worse simply because you see everybody's accomplishments and things like that. And you're like, and if especially if you're not where you think you should be, you're like, I suck. I, I, I didn't get the GPA I wanted. They did. I didn't get the job that I wanted. They did. I like, I'm not. And then six months later, they're like, oh, so glad that I got a promotion. You, now you didn't get a promotion. Now. LinkedIn does kind of make post-grad depression a little worse. I will just say that. And so episode 11, we talk, honestly, episode 11 and on, we talk about post-grad stuff, but episode 11 is life under, after undergrad. And episode 20 is feeling stuck in your 20s. And it, those those ones really apply to this topic. Um, and that one's featuring Kelly. And I was talking to my friends about this. And I was like, hey, do you guys have any advice? And my friend India was like, you're going to go through a period of loneliness to become a better person and grow. And mm-hmm. that sucks to hear. Okay. But it's real. Like, we're going to get into friends a little bit later. But like, that also ties into it. Like, you kind of have to sit with yourself and realize, what do you want? What makes you happy? And if if you got to really take though that adult you know stride and be like all right well i might have to cut some people off or just to you know become that butterfly like Danae just said um but okay moms what's what's your what's your next one yeah a hundred percent on all of that but okay um, the (laughs) the one i was thinking of was um especially once you're you're graduating you're like looking for a job and trying to figure out what your career is really find a job that has good mobility and when i say that I mean, whatever company you decide to work for, if you don't like your initial role that you start off in, can you switch to another one? Not easily, but with with less hassle. And are you able to not box yourself into doing the same thing for 15 years, for example? That's a little dramatic, but you know what I mean? Like for a very long time, like will you be able to switch it up and not stay in the same role forever? And I say that because now like I work for L'Oreal, they they actually make you switch your job and switch mm-hmm. whatever your role you're doing after two to three years. Yeah. They're like, what's next? And it doesn't matter if you're in finance or you're in operations or you're in marketing. If you want to switch functions, which means like going from like finance to marketing or marketing to operations, or it is a little bit harder depending on what your background is, but they will support you in doing that. Yeah. And I was, I realized like how helpful that is because it's like, I can genuinely choose any role in this company 
yep. and figure out a plan on how to get there. And it might take a little bit longer. The higher you are, the more rank you have. You know, if you've been doing finance for 15 years and all of a sudden you would become a marketer, you might have to take a pay cut. You like yep. There are consequences to that because it's not easy to switch. But the bottom line is that it's possible. And yeah. I realize that is so important to me because I – I like to stay fresh and I lose interest in things kind of quick if I'm not feeling it. So really like find a company that suits that. If you're looking for that, if you're looking to do the same job and you like the consistency, find a company that suits you for that. But for me, I realized like I like one, one company that I can kind of do it all and have multiple careers at one company. Yeah. And Cisco is a big advocate of that. They, they love to say one job, many roles. Um, I started in Cisco as the demand planner. Didn't even know that was a job. Absolutely love it. Team is great. But they're also like, okay, we want to make sure you're a subject matter expert in in supply chain because once you figure this out, you can literally be such such a great help in wherever else you go once you understand supply chain because that's huge. Um, and so they're like, after two years, all right, where like, hey, what's your five year plan? And they love the five year plan. I'm like, I don't know. I do not know what I like. I don't know what I don't like. Like, I'm good at talking, and that's literally it. So whatever we can do to use some analytical skills and talking. Let's make some shake. So might go into marketing, might go into project management. Don't know yet, but I might get my PMP. So because I feel like there's something missing a little bit. I don't want to go to back to school, but I definitely want to get certification. So that's that's kind of that. But on so more so less work, more so life wise, I do want to say, and it is a little bit hard for our type A girlies because like we always want to do be doing something, but I always have our hand in something. It's okay to sleep in once you graduate. Mm-hmm. Just rest, I will say, because for that summer before you start work, um, that might be your last kid's summer. And you might be like working at like, let's say Texas Roadhouse, Chili, something like that. Like just making like some fun money or with tips and stuff. Um, Like just relax, just binge the shows. Like don't try to get certifications, just relax, okay? Because you're going to have your whole life to get those certifications and work. This is going to be your last summer where you're not working. You got to think about that. Do not take that. Do not take that for granted. Um, and just bend the show that you missed out on during the last semester of college. Just relax and just just be cool. You know, maybe a little type P before you start your big girl job in August. Okay. Just vibe, twin, just vibe. Like just, just vibe. That's, that's really all it is. Because once you start working, it's no more summer vacations. It's no more spring breaks. Like, I think that that hit me kind of hard. I was like, dang, I don't got no Thanksgiving break. Like, None. the only the only break I'm getting is if I actually redeem that PTO. And uh, I want to be on a beach if I'm using PTO. Kind of slow for that. So really, you know, enjoy your time. But on that note, also, like, I feel like in college and in high school, it's very easy to be goal-oriented because it's like, oh, by next semester, I want to achieve this, da 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 yeah. Find new goals once you enter that workforce or whatever you decide to do. If you're going into grad school, that might be a little bit easier to find goals as well. But especially if you're entering the workforce, find new goals. Because once I graduated college, I had basically checked the main bots off, which was graduating. Yep. And finding a job. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's done. Like all the everything I had worked for for the past, basically my entire high school and college career was off that list. And I checked every bots. Mm-hmm. And I went through this period where I was like, I don't have no more bosses to check. Like, I'm kind of just vibing, which is yeah. great because I needed that. And I needed to just yeah. sit down somewhere. But at the same time, like after a certain period of time, I was like, I don't even have any goals I'm working towards. I'm literally just existing. Yeah. And for a type A girly, that can be very hard to come to terms with because it's like, 
I, my life was literally run by the goals I was doing. Like if I knew I wanted to achieve something every single day, I was waking up thinking about how I was going to get to it. Mm-hmm. So without having anything, I kind of felt like I didn't have no purpose. Like facts. I was just waking up, go, doing what I needed to do, working, sleep, eat, repeat. Like it felt very Squidward. Like, like facts, huge, huge Squidward vibes. I was like, I feel like I'm clocking into crusty crab every day. Like this is, this is sick work. <laughs> Literally. I love my job, but it's like, you know, like it's hard to go through that. So I would say try to figure out some some other goals outside of work for one, like family goals, self self-development goals, personal goals, fitness goals. Like try to find stuff that keeps you motivated mm-hmm. and like you have a purpose. Yeah. And I know how we like we like to make stuff like priorities. For me, what really helps for this quarter, it's really helped. Quarter one, I have one main goal, a few little goals. And through through quarter four. And having those split up is a little easier because you don't have semesters anymore. Mm-hmm. So let's do it in quarters because corporate loves to do a good quarter. Eats, oh. eats it up. All right, you guys. FY24, quarter four. What are we doing? What's our goals? So do the same thing for yourself. Yeah. Because it'll align. Your quarter, FY23 quarter one is going to be there, FY23 quarter one. So it's like, all right, between week one and week 13, what we got to get accomplished during work and once we clock off. No fact. So um, I also um, have some family goals too, like like call your grandma once a month or call your mom, you know, because it's you're going to be long distance probably if you move. Um, but to our next point, um, you're going to be working with grown folk. Even though you're 22, 23, well, probably 21, 22, graduating college, you're going to be gra- working with people probably max 75, okay? Um, you know, for me, I don't work with anybody that think older than like 60. Um, I don't really ask their ages, but I'm just assuming, you know? But really, that that could that was daunting at first for me because I'm like, what in the heck? Like, for example, today, a man, he was has been in the military for 20 years, Okay. But my coworker is asking me to train him. Insane. I've been on this earth for almost as long as you've been in the military. Like what? And he's worked with a lot of logistics. So he, I'm like, you are eons ahead of me in your first few weeks because you have you have had military experience in this section. You just have to learn the Cisco way because that's a whole. Oh, well, there goes my, there goes my light. <laughs> it lasted for a while though. I, I haven't I haven't. I haven't um, charged mine since Miami. So, and that was literally last year. And some yeah. change. But um, yeah, use your age as an, as, as an, as an advantage. Dang, I've been talking for a while uh, because you can bring a fresh perspective to the team. Okay. Um, do not see your age as a deterrent. See it as a, something that can freaking help you. And it definitely is easier said than done, but it's going to happen eventually. And at the end of the day, You've been working there for longer than whoever is in is is 18, 10 years, even three years older than you. So realistically, mm-hmm. you have more knowledge than them company wise. OK, they might have more life experience, but you have more company experience. So use it to use it to your advantage and do not make it feel like, oh, I'm so I, like there's nothing that I can possibly teach them. Girl, you mm-hmm. know what you're talking about. So teach them. Facts because you know? there's new people on my team. It's to the point where now I'm one of the most senior people experience wise on my team and I'm telling them how to do stuff. And it's like it's crazy because these people are coming from big companies and they're not they're just now joining L'Oreal, like and they're the new one 
and I'm the one telling them what to do. And it's like, I'm only 22 telling somebody what to do that has way more experience than me, but also give yourself credit because you know, you know, your job and you know what you do. So, you know, don't, don't also lowball yourself and think like, oh, I'm not qualified to tell like, yes, you are. And, and they're going to listen. You did the work. So teach them. Exactly. And it, and it really shows that you know your stuff when you can teach. I'm like, oh, I guess I, huh. Girl, what got me is is people asking me questions and I actually know the answer. Because for the first couple of months, it was like, I, I you on that. A, a quick little let me get back to you. AKA, I don't know what I'm talking about. I need to look back at my notes. Girl, I got to go watch that training video to figure out what Again. is going on there. Like, it was really like that. And now it's like, oh, yeah, just do that, that, that. And I'm like, oh. Oh, it feels so good. Just just for me to rotate in three months anyway. But, you know, okay. I, I'd rather be good at my job now than if I was still struggling at this time and I've been in this role for nine months, that'd be my sign. Like, maybe this isn't for me. Yes, yes. I, we didn't we didn't put this in here. But for me, after the six month mark, if you're like, I really still don't know what's going on. I would have to your manager. Re- yeah, reevaluate. Because after that six months, I. I think you got it. Like if, if you actually applied yourself, that that's also it. Right. And also depending on how, how much work your manager gives you. Like for me, them, them first six months was grind time. Like I think it was also the time of year and like a lot of stuff was happening company wide that like we had to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we call our, we don't have, we don't have quarters. We have trends. Europeans. I don't know, baby. They, they decided that. So yeah. We we were grinding through trends and stuff. So I just got a lot of a lot of experience all at once because it was a very jam-packed time. Mm-hmm. And I was it was kind of just like throw you in the water and figure out how to swim. So, yep. you know, now I feel like I'm even more experienced because of what the time frame I came in at. Like it was a yeah. lot happening at the same time. So take advantage of that. Ask questions. And honestly, if you see a problem, take the proactiveness and fix it. Half mm-hmm. of what I learned was because I was like, mm, I feel like this file shouldn't work like that. And I, and I just changed it. Yeah. And I said, I made a backup copy of what it was before. And I showed my manager and I was like, Hey, I noticed this problem and I fixed it. And let me know if you want me to change anything. She's like, no, I love that. Thank you for the proactiveness. They eat that up. Yeah. That's literally all you have to do. Figure out, cause you're, you're a fresh set of eyes, figure out what, what needs to be fixed or what can be approved on in the company. Don't just go changing everything at first, figure out what you feel it like can be improved on and save time and, and, and make make things more efficient and then just do it yep and then bring it to your manager like oh i did this oh oh didn't even have to tell you eat it up they eat, eat up. up efficiency and proactiveness no uh, okay moms uh the next one um really take take a inventory count and a stock of how what your friends are looking like when you graduate college now they're gonna change this is hard to hard truth to it set but they're gonna change but really think about like how do you feel when you're around those friends? Are you happy to talk to them? Do you do you feel anxious when you leave them? Like really trust your gut feeling. And I realized a lot of the friend breakups that I've had, like I had felt that way about them low key for a while. And I was just kind of hiding that like feeling I had. So yeah. really take an inventory of what your friends look like and realize that as you get older and as you start growing and moving on to new chapters, some people are just for that chapter and that's okay. You're going to move away or you're going to move on to something new in your life and you're going to grow apart from people or you might, you might be close still, but just not as close as it was when you guys were literally like three minutes away from each other and we're on campus together. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Sometimes you have to go through growing pains to grow. And if those friendships are meant to be, they will not be ruined by you guys being long distance or you guys not being able to see each other every day. 
if anything, they might even get stronger because it's like you're really having to like put in the time and effort to try to schedule a call or see them. So really take that into account and don't take it personal if you naturally grow apart from somebody. Yeah. And you got to really think there's going to be proximity friends. And that's a lot of college friends. It's just because you guys are super close. You guys see each other every day. It's just the routine. Now, when you guys leave, is distance making the heart grow fonder? Because that's a huge thing. Or it's just like, uh, what else do we really have in common that's not college? Mm. And complaining about college. Did we talk about anything other than boys in college? Did we talk about goals? Oh, Maybe? that's a big one. That's a big one. Is the whole friendship just based on boys? If that friend gets a boyfriend tomorrow and she's in a committed relationship, will y'all still be friends? Now that you can't talk and gossip about boys. That's freaking hard. Because a lot of them will be no. Um, and it's it's just hard. And it, you got to think, if you work, so you're prepping for work from 8 to 9. Or you're, you're tra- uh, commuting to work 8 to 9, 7 to 9. You get off at 5. Get home at 6. From 6 to, let's say, 12, you have 6 hours left to, to interact with people, do your routine, uh, have dinner, all this stuff. Would do you really want to spend that time? Mm. with the talking to that person or it's like uh, that's a waste of time because those six hours are crucial are you willing to cut out time in your day to have this person a part of your life and if yeah. the answer is no trust yourself the first time because it's probably a reason for that yeah absolutely trust your gut because at the end of the day you know yourself better than anybody else right um but yeah friends are a huge one i have friend friend breakups suck honestly more more than actual breakups um if you know you know and if you don't i'm sorry but when you go through it, you'll understand. Like, it feels like your heart is, like, breaking. Mm-hmm. You come out of it a little bit stronger. To this day, I still think about my friend breakups. But we're, I'm better because of it. But it still sucks to this day. And this was oh, during yeah. the pandemic. Oh, easily. And I feel like friend breakups stick with you. Like, there's been multiple, like, guys that I've talked to and then decide not to talk to. And never, it's hurt in the moment. And I'm like, girl, it was never that deep. It yeah. was never that deep. But the friend breakups I've had, back to, like, like like high school I still hold that to me like I, I still have that in me that pain yeah because I feel like with girl friendships you just you think about even even any breakup you think about the good parts but with girl friendships there's a lot of sharing in good parts and the bad parts might come off here and there but the bulk of it was good the bulk of it was good and the problem is that usually the bad stuff is just stuff that you just can't get back from you can't come back from yeah it's like stuff that you 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 might have forgave, but you just can't forget. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, um, was that was that me or you? No, no, no. That was that was you. Yeah. Okay. Um. So next is you need to make a realistic budget on the minimum amount you'll be making. Like, let's say you're making sixty k. I don't know how much that is monthly. Um. But let let's say worst case after taxes, because taxes will get you, depending on where you live in. Taxes will get you. Um, let's say minimum, I'm going to be making $1,200 a month after car insurance, after my car payment, after rent, and really be realistic with that rent because that that price can fluctuate based off of like gas, electric, all that stuff, pests, whatever. Um, how 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 far can I get? You know, um, if things get hard, let's say you get a ball out till we fall out a few months and you're like, oh, I have not been budgeting. How, what can you get away with? Like, okay, I can only have $40 a week for groceries. Okay. Well, Freck, 
but you need to make the most bare bones budgets. Now, a lot of people, some people don't do budgets. They just, all right, we got money. We don't, and we'll figure it out. Yes. But for me, and I think a lot of type A people, I I thrive on it, on, on spreadsheets. So, and even when it's, with work, I'm like, ugh. But with my life, I love putting my life in a spreadsheet. Make a most bare bones budget. And then whatever you don't, whenever you do get make more money, you can adjust it. And like, okay, I can spend this amount of money on clothes. But in that bare bones budget, clothes should not be in there. Mm. That's just bills and necessities. Okay? And that it might be like that for the first few years, depending on what your first undergrad job is. And with rent, it looking like the way it is right now. In this economy, listen, like, don't let, don't let people romanticize on TikTok and online and like this, like the soft life era cost, cost a lot. Yeah. Don't, don't compare yourself. So honestly, if you have to be bare bones budget for the first couple months when you're working, just to get you, just to get your, just to get your bearings, just to be settled, like it's going to suck. It's going to suck real bad. Sorrows, prayers, prayers, but like, (laughs) you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I um I slept on a blow bed for the first few months with the with the mattress topper, so I felt a little deluxe. But yeah, for a while there, I was sleeping on a blow bed, and it's like, well, I'm making a decent salary, but realistically, I need to I need to reel reel it back into a regular budget after moving because moving costs freaking a lot. And you definitely should listen to season three, right? Yeah, season three to to learn about our budgets because we talked we definitely talked about kind of that breakdown. Yeah, season three, like the first couple episodes, we were talking about what it took to move, like to bands, baby, bands, bands to make our dance. But we wasn't dancing, and we wasn't dancing. We was crying. (laughs) Oh, it was sick. Oh, it was sick. Um, but yeah, (laughs) that that's that budget, please. I'm begging. Um. Also, on that note, um, it's okay to not do what you majored in. Oh, this one's a tough one to swallow because it's like, why did I spend thousands of dollars going to school if I'm not getting a job and what I majored in. Unfortunately, unless you change majors, you may realize a little too late that I don't like this job. Yeah. And low key, that's kind of what happened with me in accounting and trying to go into public accounting. I was like, I don't want to be an auditor. And I realized that a little too late. And it was just like, I don't have the time to now change my major. I'm a freaking senior. It was just like, let me figure out what I can do with this major to make it work for me. And that's basically what I did. I was like, you know what? This accounting is a lily pad yep i can use it as a chance to get to something else and that's how i ended up being a financial analyst currently which is different than accounting and which kind of allows you a little more like i want to say creative freedom but you get a little more say and a little more input into decisions that are being made at the company whereas accounting it's just very like systematic checking off a box but it's like now i actually have control over like the processes that i'm going through at my company and i i get to see more behind the scenes and help in part of making decisions and I get to make a bigger impact. So yeah. figure out, you know, if you are able to talk to people, figure out um, what kind of careers align with your degree that aren't the straightest path. Cause you can take yeah. a curved path. I for sure take a curved path. Same. Um, and don't let whatever classes you're in dictate also what you think you might be interested in. Cause I've had, I took, I think when I took finance one one I was like, this is boring. I hate this versus actually doing it in practice. It's not boring. So yeah. um, take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, for me, I said this a lot. First two years, computer science, couldn't pass uh, calculus fast enough, passed it. I was like, all right, I'm tired of spending money, wasting money, uh, fab some money um, after doing all that extra work. So I switched my major over to computer information systems. A lot of CS students do that at ASU, and it was the best decision of my life. I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm such a failure. 
but I promise you, I don't even do coding in my job. I'm a business analyst. Granted, that title they, is a kind of a blanket statement. I'm not going to hold you. After a year, I get my official title, which is a demand planning manager or a junior demand planning manager. And um, even though I coded for basically four years, front end and back end, I don't do any coding. And it just kind of taught me to persevere. That's mm-hmm. basically what coding taught me. If I can learn coding, I can literally learn anything. And that, you know, it sucked that I'm not coding, but also I did an internship and it taught me, this is not what you want. It's great mm-hmm. money, great money. But the personalities in coding, software engineering, I don't really mesh with. Um, and I'm sure I wanted to become like a scrum master, like just like the program manage, but you could program manager manage quite literally anything. So do your research, basically is what I'm saying. And ask, ask questions. Ask us. If you if you're thinking about being an analyst, just ping us, call from the request line, DM us, we got you and we can help. Um, yes. But um, also kind of to that point about, you know, everybody graduating stuff, everybody's going at their same pace. I was kind of looking up um, topics on this this topic and or help more so. And on topresume.com, I've never heard of this web- website before, but it helped. <laughs> They were like, don't panic if you're not exactly where your friends are. The key is to do what feels right for you. Take your time growing into the professional you know you can become. So mm. somebody like, what what do you want to do? Not comparing, not comparing to your friends or not being compared to your friends. What do you want to do? What do you know you can accomplish? And give yourself like those three, six, nine, 12 month goals. And that goes back to making yourself goals. But this is more mm-hmm. so corporate wise. Okay. It is hard to, it really is like, oh, well, she's making this much and she's not even doing that much. She's watching Netflix every day, but she, at the end of the day, once those promotions will come, not to put them down, but they're not going to have that much to, to show, you know, or they might do more work at night, you know, like you really don't know. But in the day you see them just like on TikTok and you're like, I hate them because I'm working so hard. I'm putting all the hours and I make more, I make less than them. Okay, but when promotion season comes, you got it. You got and it. Your time, your time will come when your time, your time comes. Come. Exactly. Just trust in God's timing. You feel me? Um, but yeah, I, I feel like everybody's going at their own pace. And stop, stop checking LinkedIn. Turn them, those, turn those notifications off. I promise you, at least for the first few months, because it's going to be an influx. Ping, ping. Everybody, everybody going to be looking you up. Like, what? Comparison is really the thief of joy. Like, yeah. Don't let don't let what you're seeing on LinkedIn kill your vibe and what you got going on. Because if anything, it's just going to slow you down from really achieving what goals you know you can get to. Yeah, huge facts, huge facts. Um, and on that note, also, um, my mentor at work actually told me this. So she was like, if 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 someone came to you or if someone came to another person in the company, for example, and they're like, hey, do you know Denasia? And I was like, yeah, 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 Denasia, she works on this team, da, 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 da. What three words would they use to describe you? Mm. I said, oh, that's a good question. And I really was like, I'm not sure. At this point, I was also like three months into the company. So I was still trying to figure out like what type of worker I was, like how I wanted to kind of like build my personality, my work personality and like brand myself in a way. And she was just like, okay, well, let's take like, like someone else you work with. And she like name dropped somebody. And she was like, what are three words you used to describe her? I was like, oh, her, like, she's so nice. So, so, so kind, so funny. She's like, boom, right there. You see, you use nice, kind, and funny. Do you want to be known as nice, kind, and funny? Or do you want to be known as strong, as passionate, as a go-getter? Like, yeah. She was like, personality, you know, of course, like you you do want to show how you are outside of work, but at the same time, you are building your reputation. 
in this company. Yeah. You need to set that, make that your top priority. Forget if you come off as being like overbearing or like a bitch or whatever you want to call it. And people, when you see a hardworking woman, that's like about her business in corporate. Cause sometimes people will say that they'll be yeah. like, Oh, she's, you know, I don't like her attitude. And it's really just a woman who, if a man does it, he's considered determined. But if a woman does it, it's, it's bitchy. She was like, yeah. figure out what three words you want to be known as. And that will get you farther than anything else in this company. Cause it's all about who, you know, and how you're regarded. So sure. she was just like, she was like, figure out what you're going to be known as and make sure you point that out verbally. If you're in a meeting, you have a question, you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just a very perceptive person. I noticed that there's something right there. So you can, can you just tell me what that number is about? Point, like literally name drop what you want those descriptions to be. If you want to be known as perceptive, be like, sorry, I just, I'm, I pay really close attention to detail. Can you break down like what that was again? Mm. Literally use that to your advantage. And ever since she told me that, I was like, period so really like especially for the early career girlies who are just getting started make sure you figure out what your work identity is and yeah. stick to that because it's very hard to backtrack and fix that afterwards if you get known as someone who is just like frivolous and doesn't really pay attention to detail and is messing up like it, it's hard to undo that once yeah. you're already sits 12 months into your role so I mean I'm nine months in and I still feel like I, I feel like dang I'm old you're like, I, I've been here for a while. And and the interns are coming. I'm like, I'm going to have to teach y'all? Right. No, we, that's could, we, could, we could be friends. Outside of this, we could be friends. You yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, off of the kind of corporate track that we've been on, um, we're still kind of going back. But realize what's actually important to you outside of work. Okay. Um, for me, and I, and I, I think I developed this. It, it wasn't something intentional, but I kind of developed this a few months ago. For me, it's comfort, convenience, and sleep. If comfort, convenience, or sleep are on the docket, all right, well, I'm going to have to say bye. I'm, I'm not staying at this party until 4 a.m. Because that's just not me. I, I, I Pandemic, uh, pandemic's in my party years, and well, it is what it is. But I know for me, if uh, one more hour of sleep is at risk, I will see y'all later. Mm-hmm. You know? If for me, I like to be comfy with clothes and quite literally everything in my life. I don't really like, there are certain things that I will take risks um in but a lot of it i want to be comfy convenient and go to sleep i love a good nap so just know what and so just know what you like and this kind of kind of goes into and it's a lot of type a girlies into people pleasing once you figure out what's important to you if any of those are on the docket you're gonna be like all right well sorry y'all i can't do it and that really helps you to stop people pleasing it's hard it's hard but it's something that has to be done to be get, get you to that butterfly level like the nature said earlier in the episode. What about you, moms? Had to say bye bye, oh. Please. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going. Like, there's a lot of songs that match that. It's just like, yeah. if if it's not on the docket, why am I doing it? And at this point, I have no problem saying no. Mm. I will say no all day. I'll say no in Spanish. Actually, I think it's the same in Spanish, but you get what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Like I will say no every time. I don't care anymore. Cause it's if you're my friend and you really care about me, and I say, "Hey, bro, I am tired. I can't go out five days in a row." It's a no, and yeah. we will do. We we will try again next week. Yep, and that's just that. That's what it is. Um, speaking of the power of saying no, also the power of saying hi. Like, ha- all every single friend that I've made out here has literally just been me being like, "Let me just go and introduce myself," or "Let me yeah. just." 
take go on a whim and hang out with this person or invite them to lunch or do this. And a and a friendship has blossomed from that because usually if I'm asking to be my friend or I'm shooting my friendship shot, I already feel like we could be good friends. Yeah. So um, there's a girl on TikTok that says you should never keep a nice thought to yourself. I and I have really took taken that to like heart because it's like if you see somebody and they look nice, like make sure you tell them that. Because I know for me, like I get compliments and like those really do stick with me, especially if they're okay. like not even about looks. Like somebody complimented my energy once and was like, "You have a beautiful energy, a beautiful aura." Yeah. And I was like, "I was like, oh, that's the best compliment I've gotten in a long time." And it's Definitely. like how they just kept that to themselves. It's like, what's the point? So now I'm making an effort to really give good compliments. And after you give that compliment, like say hi, hello, like introduce yourself. And Mm -hmm. the worst that can happen is y'all don't become friends and you never speak again. But the best thing that can happen is that it becomes a beautiful relationship or friendship or whatever. So um, yeah, yeah. don't be afraid to make friends. Yeah. And to that like friendship, what we said, like in the beginning, it's you're going to not, your friendship gets smaller and smaller as you get older. Um, and so how I met India, she actually came on the pod. Um, I basically was like, oh my gosh, she, so I asked her question. She helped me with the question. I said, oh my gosh, black girl. Oh my gosh. Early in career. We got to meet. And then we met and, um, had a one-on-one set up, set up one-on-ones, please. For the life of you. Say put up one-on-ones, set up one-on-one. We, we met and then I met, um, and then we, we ended up living three minutes away neighbors vibes we actually just had a catch-up call and it was great today and then with Winston I met him on a just on a whim they were like oh we're going to go into breakout sessions just happened to be and I was like oh black guy happened to be in Raleigh as well and now we have the three musketeers like it really don't take much to make friends you just you just got to put yourself out there which kind of sucks but you got to do it it's literally that simple like Mia shot her friendship shot with me and she was like you were the only person on the group chat that replied and I was wow. like, see, like, it's literally that simple. Like, literally just saying hi. Say hi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we have some rapid fire tips that we're going to go through. Um, yeah. yeah, let's just get into it. Mom, do you want to go okay. first? Uh, yeah, don't be afraid to stay home or in your college town. It's okay to choose comfort and stay where you have a community. Because when mm. you leave, you're going to have to find your community on your own. It's going to be hard. Facts. Um, also, nobody cares who you were in college once you graduate. We don't care. We don't care. They don't ask. and. You don't really need to tell us. We don't care. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Basically. Just like you re- reinvented yourself for college, reinvent just reinvent yourself again for corporate. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the things you have are kind of solidified, you know, but if you want to change. Um also stay in touch with those professors slash mentors that you met. Mentors are so freaking useful for that first year and beyond. It doesn't matter if you have one or a few. Also find one that looks like you because that's also very helpful. Facts. They know, had- they know what you're going through. Yeah, I just had lunch with my old mentor, and it was amazing. Yeah. And we still talk, like, weekly. Uh-huh. Um, also, figure out how to make five to ten different low-cost meals that you can just whip out real quick. Um, basically, get, like, your, your, like, your menu down. Like, mm-hmm. stuff that you know you can make easily, and it's going to hit every time. Because yep. when it's one of the nights where you don't want to cook, but, you know, you have to cook, and you, you want it to be easy and simple, you can whip that out, and you're good. Mm-hmm. And and I will say I didn't realize, but Uber Eats. I never thought I'd be Uber Eats girl. Once you get that disposable mm. income, yeah. Um, <laughs> but sometimes um, you kind of get out of control when you first start. I will say it, it happens to the best of us. Um, you're like, oh, I need to cut. I need to get back into my grocery bag. But sometimes, low key, Uber eating is the same price as groceries. 
man, especially if you live in a very expensive city like me, um, sometimes it's cheaper to just Uber Eats a meal. Yeah. Not going to hold you. And I'm like, I know Chipotle not going to fail me. But if I try this new recipe and I done bought all these damn groceries and it tastes nasty, I'm raising hell. I'm going to be sick. Sick. Um, <laughs> and finally, if you're thinking about moving for work, see if they have a moving stipend and when exactly you'll receive that stipend. So for me, I had a moving stipend, but I didn't get it until my second or third paycheck. And of course, I got it my third paycheck. So I had to move on my own. So I had to budget for the whole summer on how to move, I had to ask for my graduation present in order to, I said, hey, dad, can you just send my boxes for my graduation present? Because that junk is expensive across the country, especially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that junk is expensive. So make sure you know exactly when you're going to get that moving stipend. Like with that HR lady, hey, what date approximately, what is the range that, I, when, that I'm going to get these, this moving stipend? Because now companies don't really send you your stipend until after you start to confirm that you're going to be in the company. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's the biggest thing out of everything. If you're going to move, make sure you know all the time frames. That way you're not coming out of pocket up front and then having to get refunded by the company, essentially. Yeah. And that's yeah. what happened for me. Um, but yeah, that, dang, that was good. That was good. That was a lot of good gems in there. Facts. And I mean, the, really our affirmation of the week is what we honestly just said throughout this episode. Um, your time is your time. Trust the process. Do not rush it. Do not compare mm-hmm. yourself to other people because they probably went through struggles that you're not seeing. Oh, yeah. So Instagram, TikTok, all of them, highlight reel. It's, it, social media is not real. Not. We don't post ourselves crying every day. Well, I don't cry every day, but. I, at one point, I did post that I was crying. <laughs> every Literally, Kelly said, every video you have, you cry at least for a few seconds. I said, you're on to something, actually. Yeah. Okay, well, that's an exception. But usually, most yeah. people, the people hey. you're seeing on LinkedIn aren't, when they, when, they, when they be posting all them pictures of them at their new job, they don't have a picture of them crying at their job either. Because I did. It was rough. Like, that learning curve. It it, it curves. So make sure that you are not comparing yourself to other people because you don't know what they're going through behind closed doors. Yeah. And people be lying on LinkedIn. Let's get into that one feature episode either. Yeah. They be fabricating. Like, I know some people and I know, like, what they do and, like, what their role is. Or even in college, I would know what type of organizations they're in. And it... It's very boastful on LinkedIn. I am so proud to announce that I am the president of the United States. It, it, you're not, babes. Like, we, people be lying on LinkedIn, low-key. Or, or, or really, like, embellishing. Embellishing. Oh, embellishing, yes. For a fact. Okay, maybe lie is strong, but embellishing for a fact how much the impact was or, like, how well it, how well it went. Like, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I really take linkedin posts with a grain of salt because sometimes people will post it to make it themselves look better but it's really not as accurate as what's probably actually happening in real life huge facts huge yeah. facts um this episode is honestly pro- already long so we're just going to kind of stop it with affirmation of the week we have no calls from the quest line if you do um want to ask us for advice it's in our link tree on instagram can you can we put our link tree in the youtube bio as well we can, yeah. Okay. So if you guys, um, if you guys want to scroll down, there will be our YouTube. Well, I mean, you already on are on YouTube, our Instagram, and also our link tree. Submit. Yeah, and you, it's just it's anonymous. You ask us questions, you let us know things. Da 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 da. Even a good job, y'all. That's all. That's uh, all. We love it all. We love it all for real. That's we cute, really need it up. Little cute little check in, if you will. That part. 
that part. And we and we eat it up. So um, we'll we'll have a longer. Why would you say that um, next next week? And we love y'all. And please let, you, let let us know if y'all took anything of this to heart in the comments for the algorithm. Like, comment, and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> Turn them post notifications on, baby. Ding. Okay. All right. We love y'all. We Bye. Talk to y'all next week. Bye.